it is a massive issue and it is a point of contention, I think, between being an owner and being an employee and mm -hmm. also being just like a reasonable human who I, I truly do care for my employees, mm -hmm. but also being a operator trying to run a functioning successful business mm -hmm. there's this this kind of like tension between sometimes having to be overly um like caring for your staff and then also drawing a line to where if everybody's taking a mental health day every day you can't run your business right and then your customers leave and then you shut down and no one has a job Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Map It Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode two of our five-part series with Nick Kasuf from True Brew. Um, True Brew, Brew in California and in Nevada, correct, Nick? Correct, yeah. Awesome. How many stores are you branching have? out. We have three right now. Okay, about to open the fourth. Yeah, uh, working on a fourth. Okay, yeah, About to Great. open the third, yeah. So you, how many staff do you have over those stores um probably somewhere in the 50s to 60s okay yeah, somewhere around there so in this series folks we're talking about the challenges in staffing today and today is very different to when nick started 10 years ago today is very different to two years ago uh, everything has changed sort of post-covid and we want to explore that in the last episode, we talked about the re relationship between cafe owners and, and their staff. In this episode, we're going to talk about the generational differences. Um, now, I'm a Gen Xer. Um, Nick is a Gen Y or millennial. And the kind of generation that's coming into ownership is the Gen Z. And we recently had um, a young Gen Zer on the podcast, Hassan Al-Musalmi. And he had some really, really interesting things to say about what Gen Z are looking for in in a job, right? And, and mm. they are very interested in a bigger buy-in into the long-term viability of the business. Whereas I feel like in our generation, there was this distinct difference between people who were just getting into it for a job and people who were just starting to think of coffee could be a career. What's your experience of Gen X, Millennials, and Gen Z? I think to a degree, some of the differences between generations are overly kind of exaggerated. Okay. I think that um, I, there are definitely differences, but lately I've had experiences hiring a age spectrum of those three generations you're talking about depending on what part of the business it's in whether it's kind of kitchen side of the business bakery roastery like okay we have these different kind of facets and we have some different uh age groups in those different departments and i i've lately just maybe it's just circumstance of what's been happening in my life lately but it seems like everyone's kind of just subject to human nature and dealing with the same shit you know oh interesting and uh and so while gen z is significantly more um subject to kind of what we were talking about before growing mm -hmm. up in that world of the digital realm the social media that that online interaction i found some great gen zers who are yeah. just really hungry to work learn 
And, you know, they're, they kind of buck a lot of those stereotypes that you get that they're lazy and all that. I, mm-hmm. You know, I don't necessarily find that true. I mean, there's some are, but, you know, that's probably in every generation. That was more a millennial thing, I think. <laughs> was it Sorry, millennials are lazy? Yeah, probably. I'm pretty lazy, but, but yeah, it's. Um, but so am I. Like, I'm high-functioning, yeah. lazy person. Well, I think there's something about being lazy and being entrepreneurial because yeah. a lot of being a good entrepreneur entrepreneur is figuring out how to be lazy effectively because I don't want to do a particular thing. So you'll figure out some system to get it done. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So there's, I think there's some sort of overlapping benefit there. Uh Um, what's the question? Gen Z. So, so you found Gen Z to be in your experience, less lazy than millennials. We have a dynamic. That's what's happening right now is you've mostly got Gen X's that are the ones that are open, that are the owners of businesses. Yeah. What do you see the relationship between a lot of those Gen Xs and their Gen Z employees? There definitely is some sort of disconnect. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's something that you see kind of Gen X look at the younger generation and and just be like, I'm trying to think of the right words to put it, but they have this like sometimes negative outlook on them that, mm-hmm. you know, they they hold these particular stereotypes that, oh, back in my day, we just worked through, you know, if something was wrong, we just worked through it. And, right. You know, and to a degree, that probably is true, but it's not a healthy way, I think, to relate to the younger generation. And I think mm-hmm. I'm in a fortunate situation being a millennial kind of at the flux point of these two generations. I'm mm-hmm. like a little bit of a later millennial. And so I kind of have a, a, a foot in in both sides where I can see where both, both sides come from. I was mm-hmm. kind of the last generation to grow up before the age of the internet, um, just at least for a few years. But, you know, as an early child, then I was, you know, thrown headfirst into the the internet and digital world. But, but at least I got a little glimpse of that pre- digitized world so i can Mm -hmm. kind of see where some of the the gen x comes from and kind of bridge that gap and i try to be understanding with our younger employees and just give them grace to kind of express what it is to be in that generation but like i was saying i really find that a lot of them are extremely hardworking, intelligent and i think you know there's absolutely nothing wrong per se with with gen z i think they'll be good stewards as it as they kind of age into the population, mm-hmm. I just worry, I guess, for their mental health. I think I think mm-hmm. that's like a big thing that they struggle with. But I think, again, that's probably, in my opinion, from that extreme pressure of, of social media and just the sort of comparison that these people make to everybody else in the world. The, the world's no longer a small place. Now everyone's comparing each other to everybody else in the world. Mm-hmm. And you know, if they feel like they're not in a particular place at a particular age, it's it's tough. It's tough for them. Do you think that that's the number one thing that is the burden on the workforce? Because and the reason I ask this is when I put the call out to say to people, what do you want to hear about when it comes to staffing? When I have this conversation with you, Nick, mental health was something that a lot of people asked about. Can you guys talk about mental health? Do you think that that is the concern that 
surrounds the workplace. And what I mean by that is do you think that employees are looking for employers who care more about their mental health than they do about coffee? It's hard to say for me personally what they are looking for. I I guess Mm -hmm. I'm a bit far removed now from being an employee. Mm-hmm. But I think that folks, our first on-demand workshop, how to become a coffee consultant is now available for you to learn at your own pace for just 50 euros. And it comes with a certificate upon completion. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for more details. Support this podcast by supporting our sponsors. It is a massive issue and it is a point of contention, I think, between being an owner and being an employee. And also mm-hmm. being just like a reasonable human who I, I truly do care for my employees, mm-hmm. but also being a operator trying to run a functioning, successful business. Mm-hmm. There's this this kind of like tension between sometimes having to be overly um, like caring for your staff and then also drawing a line to where if everybody's taking a mental health day every day. You can't run your business right. and then your customers leave and then you shut down and no one has a job. It's like you, you have to walk this tightrope of showing care for this post COVID world that is full of all these pressures on people. And I truly do see many people, including my staff, like dealing with just so much anxiety and stress mm-hmm. from just the daily burdens of life. And then how do I, properly staff a cafe and run it and have it function because for us if we have one or two people down it's almost unbearable to function throughout the day because we truly count on every person that's working Mm. and if one even if one person's out it's really bad usually i'll come in and fill in but if two people are out it's like you might have to close down i mean it's it's insane how difficult it could become because there's so many facets that go into running the day-to-day of at least our cafe we have you know a little bit more of a kitchen and some other variables to tend to so you know how do I draw that line of caring that somebody may be dealing with something they might need that day off or telling them like hey you got to suck it up like it's a weekend and we're gonna die if you don't come in (laughs) so (laughs) it's like you know that's that's this this tension that you know is constantly going on between uh, the, the staffing and the operator. Because where's the line where it becomes grace versus coddling? That's the line you got to find. And I think you don't know until you like butt up against people's lines and sometimes it breaks them. I mean, I, I lost, unfortunately, a really great manager uh, earlier this year because she just got burned out. And mm-hmm. it just, you know, it, it's just one of those things where for, for a while, I had great long-term employees who were there for several years. You know, I had several employees who were there for over five years, which I think mm-hmm. is really great from that an is. industry standard perspective. And I did everything in my power to retain them, you know, good pay, benefits. We do, you know, health benefits, 401k, yada, yada. Like mm-hmm. we offer quite a bit more than any, you know, independent coffee shops, at least around us. But at the end of the day, sometimes it's just, it becomes too much for people and they just burn out. I think, I think burnout is huge for, I think managers, I think even owners, and then for just even your, your, you know, entry-level barista, everyone is, 
on that verge of burnout. Yeah. When I was coming up in the industry as a Gen Xer, <clears throat> excuse me, for us, the whole mindset was work hard, don't complain. Um, if things weren't quite right, you just sucked it up. That's how you showed that you're a good employee. Now my generation are the, the cafe owners and there's a lot of confusion and a lot of frustration around all the laws that are being written about what you can accept and what you can't accept and um, a lot of HR issues around, for example, uh, being able to, <clears throat> excuse me, ask someone to do a little bit extra. So for example, if they're a barista asking them to take out the trash and baristas don't want to take out the trash anymore. And so they're saying to their employer, employers, you can't ask me to take out the trash. That's not what I do. I'm not the cleaner. My job title is the barista. My generation would have turned around and said, no problem. I've been asked to take out the trash. I'm going to take out the trash. Now there's the challenging part about this is we're not talking about a corporate situation where the corporation has the money to be able to have a cleaner to take care of these things. We're talking about small businesses that are running at razor thin margins that hiring a barista, uh, sorry, hiring a cleaner completely wipes out any chance at that. I don't know yeah. what's going to be the thing that changes because I think that like as we were saying earlier in this episode, there's a culmination of things that are coming together that are making this a very stressful environment. And while it's very difficult from a mental health perspective for the staff, and there's a lot of anxiety around this for the staff, the same could be said of the owners. The stress of running a business is getting so overwhelming, as well as the legislation that is preventing, it's being prohibitive and getting so expensive to run a small business in countries like the United States and countries like Australia um, yeah. and and to countries like, like places like the UAE. It's just so prohibitive to do this that you kind of think, is this worth it? Yeah, I, I think about that a lot. And you're you're completely right. It's I, I have several friends who own coffee shops. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm friends with several other cafe owners and everybody is essentially chronically on the verge of <laughs> just complete Closing. burnout and collapse. <laughs> like um and it's it the, the crazy thing is you struggle you will struggle with that if you are not financially sustainable but then if yep. you are a financially successful shop then you have a different set of problems yep. and either way you're dealing with constant stress and and it's just it's not easy i i do tell some of the people i consult with who are uh interested in opening a shop one of the first things i tell them is you need an extremely high stress tolerance mm -hmm. i think that's probably necessary in most businesses but i think especially in the coffee industry you need a degree of of a uh, stress tolerance because it, it it gets challenging. Yeah, don't make this the thing where you cultivate resilience and grit. There are e first of all, there's easier ways to make no money. There are much <laughs> easier ways to make no money, right? But this will, you know, I say my consulting work all the time. This is the industry where, that when you open a business, it's going to teach you everything you never wanted to know about yourself. Remember, I told you that when. That's a when good way we to first it. started working together, Nick, <laughs> yeah, but 10 years ago, whatever it was when we had a consult, 
being in, in this industry and being in business in this industry is going to teach you everything you never wanted to know about yourself. And I have never met a business owner that that wasn't true for. It really so, puts the mirror up to you. It really does. <laughs> so perhaps start small, uh, start in a pop-up. And, and I am always blown away by how many people get into this industry that know fucking nothing about this industry. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah, it's a it's a romanticized industry, yeah. and a lot of the people that I kind of consult with or talk with have a naive understanding of what truly goes yeah. into it, and they just think that oh, I'm a accountant, and one it's my dream to open a coffee shop one day when I retire, and I'm just like, you're not going to retire if you open a coffee shop. That's the complete <laughs> no. opposite. Like, it's not. It's not what you think. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Okay. So in the next episode, we're going to talk about the most challenging aspects of running a cafe in 2023 and beyond. Um, And obviously at the cornerstone of that is going to be the conversation around um, staffing because it seems to be the the thread that is going to pull uh, a lot of businesses apart. So join us for the next episode, folks. Peace, love and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Mapper Forward, head to mapperforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.